Welcome to Trey's Tea Podcast, episode 24, How Did I Get Here? I'm your host, Tracy Turner. Sometimes when you ask yourself, how did I get here? It can really be a good thing where, you know, things have finally fallen into place and everything is really good and you're like, how did I get here? And you reflect on, you know, your life, you know, in the interim of you going from one accomplishment to another, sometimes it's really unbelievable what you have created and what you have discovered. And then sometimes when we ask, how did I get here? A lot of times it's from a bad situation is looking at your life and seeing all of the chaos, chaos and trauma that you may have caused or you participated in creating. And now you're trying to figure out, you know, how did I get here? What was I thinking? How do I get out of this craziness? You know, it could be from a situation. Situation is like, you know, waking up in jail and you're like, wait a minute, what happened last night? You know, or it could be you being in an abusive relationship and you wondering, wait a minute, we were just happy, you know, two months ago, everything was so beautiful. And now I'm here listening to this person, you know, belittle me and abuse It could be from male or female. You know, uh, a lot of times with females, we are verbally abusive, emotionally abusive. Sometimes it's physical, but um, most times it's gonna be verbal. And then um, another thing, (coughs) you know, if it's from a male perspective or male male abuser, then it includes physical, (coughs) uh, mental, emotionally, And either way, if you're the abuser or the one who's being abused, you often have those moments where you're thinking, how did I get here? What happened? And, you know, you have to take stock and you have to look at and unpack your part in the you know, relationship, the the deterioration of your relationship, right? So when I think about like where I had my moments where in my life where I was like, how did I get here? Um, I could think of three separate times where I was like, this is craziness because it was just chaotic and it was trauma and just um, taking stock in what was happening. Like the first time was when I was younger in my 20s, 21, 22, 23, around that time where um, it was after I had my oldest son and I remember thinking, how did my life come to this? You know, and I had to look at what caused me to be in such a chaotic and traumatized situation. And what I gathered is that the chaos and the trauma 
of waiting for the other shoe to drop what was a product of me, what I came up in. You know what I mean? Um, I was, I had to come to the conclusion and make the changes mentally and acknowledge how I got to the point where I was. And it was me, it was then that I started unpacking and, you know, undoing the trauma and chaos I was raised in. And I wasn't necessarily raised, what I was brought up in is better because raising what I've learned, you know, from being a parent now is that raising is you being with your kids and choosing your kids over a lot of things. And it's putting the, the emotion, the energy, and the perspective in guiding your kids as they go along. I didn't get that. I was raised uh, with, I was raised with a selfish father. To this day, he chooses himself over any and everything. It's ridiculous. And I was brought up by a mother who was brought up in trauma and chaos. Really, they both were brought up in trauma and chaos. And my mother, I think my mother was looking to be saved. You know, her dad died when she was like 15, 14. And well, maybe 15. And then she like met my father when she was 15, 16. And so, you know, she's looking for someone who will choose her because she was abused by her mom in a lot of ways. So, you know, their chaos created my chaos, chaotic in my childhood. So when you're brought up in chaos and trauma, whatever it may be, you can't just, you know, automatically undo the chaos. It actually has to be walked through and and undone. You know, you can't just jump and think, oh, um, I'm no longer going to create these chaotic um, environment. You have to understand what was your payoff in continuing the chaos. You know, you have to take stock in yourself and you have to look at, you know, what you have allowed to occur when you're looking at it and you're thinking, how did I get here? So you have to look over at the things that you've done and then you have to decide where you're gonna go. A second time where I was looking at it and I was thinking, how did I get here? It was when my son, my second son was seven and he was diagnosed with, um, with a learning disability. And the thing about learning disability from what I have learned through experiencing it is a learning disability sometimes, especially when it's, um, he had a visualization, I can't think of the name of the word that he has, but that's the, he has a visualization, visualization um, disability. So what that means is that he sees things differently. And if he's taught in this way, then his, you know, that plays into his disability, then he can be successful. 
So when I came to this realization and I was talking to his teacher and I was like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? I got to, you know, and I was, I was working in a marketing environment. I liked what I did, but then I had to decide what was going to be more important. Me actually being active, putting my kids first, raising my kids and still, you know, contributing financially like I have been, or am I going to allow him to fall through the cracks and feel like because he has a disability, he can't be, you know, and it's you, you know, figuring out like what I figured out. And I'm just going to give you this really big tip, especially if you have a child that you go to parent teacher conference and the teacher has more negative things to say than they do positive. Do not let him listen or her listen. Let her sit outside and you take control. Even if the teacher wants him in there, uh, you say, we could bring him in later, but I want to hear your feedback on my own. And then we can talk so that we can build him or her up and bring him them in at the end. Right. Because when they're saying these things and you're listening and you can see certain things that are not um, that are true and aren't true. But when the kid is in there listening, what they're doing is they already have negative thoughts, you know, because they're not like everyone else. So when they hear that they're not like everyone else, they're forming their opinions of themselves. The worst thing you want is for your child's self-confidence to diminish and go away because it is a task building that up. So the first thing you need to do is let them sit outside, talk to the teacher, and then you two discuss how you're going to talk to the child. You know, that's uplifting and letting them know Yes, this is an issue, but you can fix it by this, this, and this. So that's just typical, sort of kind of out of order. I mean, off topic, but that's just something that I learned. And when I was going through this, I was like, what also happened is that the company that I was working for was going through a transition. I think they were bought out. I don't know. Anyways, it was going through a transition. And I said, if they offer me a package, I'm going to take it. Because I need to find a job that allows me to be there for my kids and put my kids first and my home life. Because I understood that I didn't want to bring kids up in a family where they were second to my career. And I had a husband who could afford to take the lead and then, you know, I help a little little less monetarily. You know what I mean? So when they offered me a package, I was relieved. And I was like, okay, let me get up out of here. And then I started really paying attention and focusing on my kids because I didn't want them to fall in the cracks because you sometimes think as a parent that you have, that you're giving them quality but the most time you spend with them is on the weekends and then you're trying to do what you can on the weekends, but you still have errands and things you need to run. So I ended up getting me a job that allowed me 
to get off work at 1230, you know, that had different hours, you know, pay way less. And that was fine because that's what I wanted to do and put forward. Another time in my life was in my marriage where, you know, I was, I saw what the issue was, but I said, well, maybe it will get better. That's just wishful thinking. Nothing gets better in your marriage that you don't work with your partner to make better. It just doesn't. You just end up settling. But it got to the point to where I felt, you know, it was hurting my daughter. And I thought, you know, something has to give. And sometimes it's not that the father, you know, is doing something emotion, uh, uh, really abusive. I think sometimes men don't know how to love daughters. And I was trying to talk about that with him and he thought he was okay. And it got to the point where Kaya was getting older and I was like, she can't see this anymore. She can't be a girl growing up to where she is seeing this as love and it is not. So what happened was it got to the point where I was like, okay, if he doesn't understand where I'm coming from and see what's happening, she's getting older. I'm going to have to get out of this marriage. Just is what it is. And sometimes you are in that place where you have to decide what you're going to do. So we sat down and we talked two separate times and it took me, you know, I knew we were going to have to talk, but I knew I couldn't be emotional because, because I needed him to get the point because it was just that serious, right? So what I did was it took two talks and we really talked and it was not emotional it was just really an in-depth talk and I had good examples to show him what was happening you know and I didn't threaten he didn't he understood how serious it was but he didn't know that I had a plan to leave and it really depended on these conversations on whether I was going to stay or leave. And it wasn't going to be an emotional thing. It was going to be is what it is. Yes, I will love you. But I do understand that being a parent requires you to put your kids so that they are balanced and focused and understand, you know, their part. So it's a guiding process. And if you don't have a partner who understands the importance of that, you know, it, 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 it gets difficult. So we had our two conversations. Um, and then what changed my mind and made me stay was I saw him taking the steps in order to make their relationship better and to make her understand and see what love from her father felt like. You know, to me, a lot of problems with a lot of women nowadays is that they've never had that kind of love 
where, number one, they were chosen and shown the importance of them being them. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, that's like a second one too. So sometimes when you find yourself in the thought processes of trying to figure out how did I get here, you have to go into a reflective mode and see and put together the actions that got you there, right? What was your participation in the actions? And then you have to reflect on how to get your mind right and seeing, because you have to get your mind right in order to get the proper steps and go about in making the change because you, what you need to do is change your thought process, change your actions. And in doing that, you have to, you know, renew your mind, right? So let's say you are in an abusive relationship. How can you start renewing your mind? And the way you do that is you show kindness to yourself. You become your cheerleader instead of trying to get him to go back to how he was or she was before all the abuse started, right? So you start being kind to yourself. You know, yes, he might say, you know, this dinner is awful. You put too much salt in it. And then you taste it yourself. And if it tastes fine, then you tell yourself, this was a good meal, right? And then you let him go in his tantrum and then you just take it step by step. But you start being kind to yourself. You start making the connection that you are worthy, right? So you change your mind. How can you change your mind? Let's say you change your mind by um, maybe taking a walk, doing exercise. Exercising and getting those endorphins, that helps to renew your mind. Make immediate decisions um, that can lead you to your goal. What is your goal? Find your goal. What do you want? Make it a big thing. Don't make your goal just that you want to leave. Not only do you want to leave, but I want to do this, this, and this. I can do that. You know what I mean? So make your list of your goals. Write it out. Write out your long-term goals. Make it on a list that, you know, even if you have to write the list, tear the paper up, put it in your mind and you envision it and envision what you wrote, like memorize it. And then remember what I said, you can always make updates to your goals, right? You could always say, oh, if I do this and this, this, it'll get me here. And that's the process in you, in the, in, that's the process in which you must take or you can take, you know, keep being kind to yourself and start working on your goals. And what that does is making little decisions, getting to your goals helps build your confidence. Once again, being kind to yourself, making decisions little by little that gets you to the the goal that you envision in your mind helps to create confidence. Um, Also, 
um, silence. Silence is really key. You know, um, get more into yourself, in tune to your mind, and remain silent. Um, Another thing you need to do that helps to create the silence and atmosphere that you need in order to create this you know, new goal and you trying to get out of the bad part of why am I here is stop watching chaotic TV, chaotic movie, traumatizing TV, traumatizing um, movies, because you're trying to renew your mind and get into a peaceful place. How can you get into a peaceful place if you're watching chaotic TV? Disconnect yourself from drama-filled people. Or at best, keep that time to a minimum. You know, stay out of your, you know, if your, your drama is coming from the people that live in your house, like your spouse, spend less time with him. Like, do the things that you need to do, but stay out of their company. Because if they're belittling you, with everything that they say, like you can't do anything right, slow that down of how much time you put into that person. And if it's family members, um, do what you have to do in limiting your time with those people. You know, look for a different holiday tradition if you know, once you go around your family, it's like beat up on Tracy Day, you know, for example, even though I have fun in my family things, but that's something to think about. Stop being around friends that come with tea. Ooh, even though my thing is Tracy tea, but you know, if what they're bringing is negativity, limit your time with that person or, you know, give them an opportunity to do something better you know, or be something better when they're in your company. Like if somebody says, girl, I need to tell you this. And then you can stop them and say, if it's not something positive, I kind of don't want to hear it because I'm trying to clear out my atmosphere. And the people that come into my atmosphere needs to be, you know, on this mind path, on this wave. So either get on my wave or, you know, I'm okay with you. And then watch what they do. And then if you need to, you know, slow down with you being with them, do that. Another thing you can do is let go of the people who remind you of your past. Like they want to keep bringing up who you were. If you're trying to change yourself, they need to be be with the people that say, you know, you've changed. And I like this. You know, those are the people that are okay to be around. Those who come to you and say, oh, you think you bad because, well, yeah, I'm working on myself. So yes, I am happy with my improvement. You know what I mean? So watch the people, friends, coworkers that are in your space, in your face, in your atmosphere. What are they giving when they come? You know, because you're renewing your mind, you're working on your thinking, changing your perspective, but you have to watch out for your triggers, right? People who come with the good tea makes you want to participate in gossip. But what is that gossip doing? 
And then what are they gossiping about you when they go out into, you know, whoever else? So limit that, limit that space and time with them. Um, and guard your heart and your peace. The things that you see, the things that you hear, start listening to things that will reinforce and give you positive energy. You know, a lot of times when, sometimes when you're listening to, you know, like church programs, that even if you are on the borderline of whether or not you, you, you know, are a part of that religion, but are they instilling peaceful and thought-filled things that will propel you into making your life different and better from where you are? Um, and I can't really stress this enough that small accomplishment builds confidence in yourself decision making you know and you working hard and getting those things to come that helps to create a new you that helps to create a new thought process process in your own mind about yourself that's what's important when you find yourself there and you want to move from where you are like how did I get here and you want to move to something different, you have to change your mind. And once you have your mind thinking in a different way, that changes your actions, that changes the people who are in your life, that changes the atmosphere in which you will accept people in or keep them out. So anytime you're in a headspace when you're thinking, how did I get here? You have to go into a deep reflective mode and understand how you are this way and how you can get out. And more time than none, it's your thinking process and your actions that need to change, right? And a lot of times we want to put it on somebody else, but you have to understand your participation in whatever that is and that it needs to be changed. Thank you so much for listening to Trace T. Episode 24, How Did I Get Here? I'm hoping this helped you to move forward in your journey in changing the way that you see things. Um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me.